Are you tired of not knowing what to do with your fitness and nutrition? Do you struggle with the vast amount of information available? Well, let me welcome you to your one-stop shop for fitness and nutrition advice. Let's simplify the crazy with useful tips and tricks to help you achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott, and let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Scott Speaks Fitness Podcast. Today we are going to debunk a major thing that people believe in and it is not something that we really want to be worried about. If you are someone who even exercises remotely, I'm going to debunk it. And what is it? What is this thing that doctors love using all the time and it really isn't that valuable for you long term. Again, when you first start out, might be valuable, but if you are someone who works out consistently and you have some muscle on your body and you're working at your resistance training, you do some cardio, whatever it is, this system they use is not valuable for you. All right? You ready for it? What is this amazing? And doctors use it across the country. It's amazing. It is the BMI, Body Mass Index measurement, calculation, however you want to call it. What is BMI? Well, it is a measure of body fat based on height and weight that applies to adult men and women. So basically what you do is they get your height and weight, they put it into a formula and it comes out with your BMI. So generally speaking, I believe, don't quote me on the exact numbers. I just don't like this thing. If you're under 18 and a half on the scale, you're like underweight compared to your uh, other people who are your height and weight. If you're between 18 and a half and like 24 and a half or something like that, you are normal. If you're 24 and a half or 25 to 30, you are overweight and anything 30 or greater, you are considered obese. So that's kind of the general uh, BMI scale. So what's it for? Well, originally the BMI scale was to determine whether someone needed to lose weight to have less of a chance of getting a long-term disease because supposedly the higher and or lower you are on the scale, the more likely you are to get some type of body disease, obesity, hypertension, diabetes, things like that. Or if you're underweight, other conditions like that, just you're more likely to be uh, you know, out of, you're more likely to have conditions long term if you have a unhealthy BMI. That was the general idea, and what they did was they created this scale that was generally used to the entire population. Because remember, it's just height; it's just height and weight. Like it doesn't do anything else. And there's a little a, kind of an age thing in there, but there's nothing else. Nothing else about you that's in there. It's, it's very, very general. So my brother and I are the same height and weight, and we can come out with the same BMI, but we look totally different. So. The biggest issue I have, and most, I, I would say most trainers have a BMI, is that if you're someone who works out, and let's say you have muscle on your body, well, your BMI number is going to be higher than someone who doesn't work out. My BMI technically is 26. And to be normal, I need to be, I think, 24 and a half or below, which means I am technically overweight for my height and weight. Isn't that, like that to me, that's, I'm overweight, really? I'm overweight. So BMI is a great way to get a standard for the average population, which remember, if you're someone who works out, does whatever it is, then it's not valuable to you because it, it, you're not part of the average population. But if you're someone who you know sits on the couch all day, potato chips, goes to work, doesn't work out, just kind of there, BMI is actually pretty valuable to use because it can show you, hey, you need to lose some weight to get here because otherwise you could le- it could lead to other heart conditions or body conditions that are bad for you long-term. So, and I'll get to the reasons why, who you know, who and who, 
who and who should not follow BMI. But it's one of those things where, look, if you're someone who works out and you go to the doctor and they calculate your BMI and they're like, oh my God, you're underweight or you're overweight and you know you're really not in that bad of shape and you work out and you've been lifting weights, just be aware that when you lift weights and you build muscle, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. So there's potential that you'll actually be at a higher BMI when you're trying to, you know, when you're, when you're working out because you're gaining weight with the muscle and you're losing, even if, even though you're losing fat, you're still gaining weight because you're gaining muscle. So you can have a higher BMI. For example, I'm 26. I'm overweight. Even though I'm not actually overweight, it's just my body has more muscle than, than the scale would have realized. So, uh, you know, it's a general scale. I'm not a fan of it. I never track BMI with my clients unless they really want me to. And if you're someone who doesn't work out, doesn't exercise, doesn't really do much, fine. Of course, use BMI. It's a great indicator to know where you're going to be. But if you're someone who does work out, it's not really useful at all. I wouldn't really care about it too much. You know, I'm not too familiar. You know, if you don't lift weights, then maybe it's worth looking into. But otherwise, it's just not worth looking into. A number that is worth uh, worth looking into are things like your waist to hip ratio, using a tape measure and measuring your hip and waist and looking what that number comes out to. What ratio is that? That could be a number that you look into, or maybe it's uh, how ge- how your jeans fit, or if you want to get smaller jeans, how fitting into that. So looking at clothing, things like that, your body fat percentage. When the doctor calculates your body fat percentage, that is a more valuable number than your BMI. Your BMI is very overrated. I wouldn't pay too much attention to it because a lot of us stand in the overweight or obese cat. I know someone who is in the obese category for BMI who is absolutely crazy in shape. Like I'm talking like aesthetically this this guy is just unbelievable in shape and six pack abs like the whole shebang right the one you see on the beach all the time and he's he is obese according to the <laughs> obese he is obese according to the BMI scale so don't worry too much about the BMI scale and go to the doctor what you should be worrying about or focusing on is more about the body fat percentage scale and that one you want to be under for men it's like 24% you want to be under uh, to be healthy. And I think women is a little bit higher than I think it's 28%. And I, t- I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but that's the general idea, like body fat percentage, because that takes into account you as a person, not just some general scale that is used for everyone. Cause you're unique. You are unique and you don't need to use some general scale to tell you what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Use more calculated things like, um, body measurements, so chest measurements, hip measurements, waist measurements, things like that. Using, you know, the clothing example where you look in a mirror, put your clothes on, see what fits, and then try and, you know, obviously shrink down into your clothes that you want to fit into. And then obviously body fat percentage, which can be harder to find. So that's why you go to the doctor and they will determine it for you. Or you can use one of those like handheld, you know, body fat percentage calculators or like the scale ones you can stand on. Either way, you can use those as well. There's plenty of ways to do it, but those that is more important than the BMI, which just is your height and weight. So the more data you can put into something, the more valuable that information is to you versus just using just general information, okay? So next time the doctor tells you, if you're someone who works out, been lifting heavy weights, you're getting stronger, and they tell you, oh my God, your BMI is so high. Eh, okay. Now again, but if you don't work out and you're not lifting weights and you're not you know, exercising regularly, well, BMI might be something to look into. So just be careful when they say, because it might not be the most accurate thing in the world. I know my, I don't, I don't pay any attention to it. My doctor doesn't, my doctor doesn't even tell me my BMI because he knows it's not accurate for me anymore. So it's just one of those things where be careful. Don't get discouraged. If you see a bad BMI score, even though you're in the best shape of your life. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Like don't get discouraged over it. It's just one little factor 
you know, body fat percentage, being in a healthy body fat percentage is so, 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 so much more important than being in a healthy BMI percentage. Okay. So there you go. There you have it for today. If you enjoyed today's episode, give it a like, follow, whatever it might be on Spotify, iTunes, or Stitcher. I also think it's on Google Play and some other places as well now. So just give it a listen to, share it with your friends, share it on social media so other people like you can listen to this amazing information that they never would have known without me obviously, evidently, right? The stuff's not online anywhere. This is all just amazing, original stuff, right? So anyway, if you enjoy the show, give it a five-star review, leave a comment. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, concern, opinion, whatever, go to scottspeaksfitness.com and leave that comment, message, concern, whatever it might be in the contact me tab. Leave a message there and I will get back to you and or have it on the podcast. I'll even I'll even say a question on the podcast. Who knows? Otherwise, have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time.